Yesterday I told you I'm not panicking about Kemba, but what if you are? And what if you're right? What if he's never the same again? I'll explore that on this Thursday Locked On Celtics. Millie, let's go. Rain and Jay's back with the vengeance at all the real Celtics fans in attendance. This the truth like 34. This like walking in the garden when you hear the roars. The crowd goes crazy. Most in-depth coverage on the daily. Mainly podcast royalty, the content kings. When you talking about the franchise with 17 rings. Focus like Danny at the deadline. Global with it, got a local feel like the red line, the blue line, the green line. Play it in between time. I'ma throw my C's jersey on in the meantime and press play. When the F's done, I can't wait until the next day. Trying to stay in tune with the C's, that's the best way. Melly. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast. Thank you for making this show part of your daily routine wherever you are going, whatever you're doing. I appreciate you taking this show along with you for 30 to 40 minutes or so. I hope it makes your day a little bit better. I'm John Corrales. I host the show. I cover the Boston Celtics, and I am the author of the Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars, a book that I hope you purchase wherever you get books. Also, I want to remind people, there is a contest going on right now for a new theme song. I love Millie's. I love that he did this song, but it's time to move on and it's time to focus on another local act. If you go to johncorrales.com and you look up in the menu, there's a podcast theme contest. If you know a local artist, I want local Boston talent. So maybe you are from Boston and you've moved to try to further your career. Okay, cool. You're in. I want local Boston talent. I want local talent, young talent, new talent that's trying to make it. And hopefully in this contest, I can just give you a platform, a little something that shows you what you've got as an artist. So go to johncorrales.com, click on the podcast theme contest, read through the rules. I'm giving a hundred dollar cash prize to the winner. And, and hopefully what this will do is just highlight some local musical talent, give you a little bit of a platform so people can hear your work, and one of you will become a, the new theme song for the podcast. So not a, there's no expiration date right now. I'm hopefully going to do it for the rest of the month. Depends on how many entries we get in. Dart Adams is going to be a judge. Millie's said he wants to be a judge. So hopefully we can get that all together. Millie's is blowing up, and, and part of this why I don't, I'm not asking him to do another one is a, he's very busy and B he's blowing up. He's, he's making it, you know, making it big. He doesn't need to do a podcast theme song. And I want someone else to maybe get a little bit of a bump. Hopefully if I can do that. Okay. So now that that's out of the way today, I was thinking about what to do with the podcast and and Kemba Walker continues to be a major topic. So I thought, I personally, I'm not worried about Kemba, and I, I put out a a Twitter poll. It's still going on at Red's Army underscore John, and I I asked, "What's your Kemba Walker panic level?" None, mild, but I'm patient. Worried, like a six or a seven, and max level full panic. So eighty percent of the people are in the middle. are at mild, 40% are at worried. So somewhere between like a four and a seven on a scale of one to 10, then the rest are either no panic or full panic. 
but the majority of people are kind of in the middle. So, okay, fine. And I thought, let's take a look. What if, even though I don't believe I'm, I'm at mild, like a three or a four, as I said yesterday, I'm at mild, but what if I'm wrong? What if these people who are screaming at me on Twitter are right? What if Kemba just isn't the same? I figured I'd entertain that thought as kind of a, a a little bit of a thought experiment kind of to, okay, so let's say you're right. If you're one of the people that's screaming that Kemba's done, get rid of them, all that stuff. I'm going to lay out the whole thing. What if Kemba is done? So in segment one, why you can't trade him. Segment two, how this changes Danny Ainge's approach using that traded player exception. Segment three, how to use Kemba on the floor if he's just never the same. All of this is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So let's start. What if Kemba's not the same? The one thing I hear from the very vocal, according to my Twitter poll, 14%, is Kemba's done. I'm done with him. He's got to go. All right. I get what you're saying. Even if you're right, which I don't think you are, but even if you are, you can't get rid of him. And that's not to say, oh, you've got to hold on to him for, you know, sentimental reasons or existential reasons. Like, no. The bottom line is you're not going to be able to get rid of him. You can say trade him, but you can't. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but if you believe that that's what Kemba is, if this is the type of Kemba you think that this is just who he is, he's done, the knee is trash, all of that stuff, well, guess what? I'm sorry. He can't be traded. Why can't you trade him? Well, he makes a ton of money. $34.3 million this year. And you can scream at Danny Ainge and say, oh, I can't believe he gave him that max contract. Okay, fine. You go scream at Danny Ainge. You know where to tag him on Twitter. I've seen you tag him and me on Twitter. I get it. But reality right now, what we have in front of us moving forward, this is the situation. And no matter how much you scream at all of these people, This is the situation. If you believe that Kemba is not going to ever be Kemba again, if this is just who he is, if the knee's trash and blah, 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 they cannot trade him right now because you're going to have to attach assets to move him. And if you say, yeah, well, go ahead and attach assets, assets to move him. No, because now you need every asset that you have to use the traded player exception to compensate for Kemba Nap being himself. You need all of those draft assets to bring in the other players. You cannot attach him. You cannot attach draft assets to Kemba Walker to t- have somebody to pay somebody to take him off your hands. Like that's the reality for $34 million. And if there's a team out there that has the cap space that says, fine, we'll take Kemba. Well, you know, we'll try to rehab him like OKC did with uh, Al Horford. Well, you're going to have to pay that team draft capital, young players. So you're going to have to do something 
to compensate them for taking a bad asset off your hands. So you can't do that. He's got this, the rest of this season, next year guaranteed, and the following year as a player option. So if you think that his knee is done and this is the worst Kemba in, in you, like the future of Kemba is just going to be the worst version of himself, he's going to pick up that option. So you've got 36 million next year and 37 and a half billion the year after. You're not going to get rid of him this year. No one is going to take him. If you start saying he's available, we'll get rid. You can't. You need those assets. And I'm going to explain in the next segment. You need those assets because now it's imperative to use that traded player exception and have every option at your disposal, every trade asset at your disposal so you can bring in the players needed to compensate for Kemba's shortcomings. Now, maybe you can deal him in the offseason and maybe a team's willing to take a chance, but even that's going to be difficult. The best chance for the Celtics as far as trading Kemba Walker it might not come until 2022-23, two seasons from now, when he's an expiring contract. And if a team wants to bring him on as an expiring contract, that they can then, you know, they'll have that cap space, fine. But realistically, if you believe Kemba, if you're one of the 14%, that's your best chance at, at Kemba being gone. So where does that leave the Boston Celtics? Now you have to compensate. So you have to change your approach for the traded player exception, and you have to change how you use Kemba Walker. You have no choice now. This is going to be, Kemba is here. Accept it. Kemba Walker is here, and it's virtually impossible. If you believe in the worst in Kemba Walker, it's virtually impossible to trade him. So, up next, how it changes Boston's use of the traded player exception. Suddenly, things change, and they change in a hurry. Things change in a hurry with your car, for sure. I mean, that's... How many times have you been in a car driving along, and all of a sudden you hear a noise, and you go, what the hell was that? It happens that quickly, in a snap, which means you're going to have to go to rockauto.com to fix whatever it is that's broken in your car. If you're a do-it-yourselfer and you know what it is, great, you can get that part. If you're somebody like me and that thing is, oh my God, a windshield wiper flew off my car, I can fix that. Oh, a taillight went out. You get pulled over and they say, oh, taillight's out. I can fix that. Or it's been snowing like crazy over here and it's just an absolute mess in New England. And I go in and I see my floor mats and they're all torn to shreds. I can get new floor mats. I can get all of that, no matter how complicated, how simple, at rockauto.com. It is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They're here for you. They're not going to charge different prices for pros and do-it-yourselfers. They're not like that. It's, it's a ridiculous concept. They're not going to change their prices based on what the market will bear like an airline ticket. does not make sense to drive, get into the cold, get into that car that needs the work anyway to go to a strip mall in one of those storefronts where that person behind the counter is just going to be doing the same thing that you'd be doing at rockauto.com entering that information and they're going to be doing it to find you something that's limited and only what they carry in stock at that store at that time 
go to rockauto.com. It's a remarkably easy to use and expansive catalog. You're going to see everything that you need for your car or truck, no matter how complicated, no matter how simple, no matter what the, the car, the make, the model, no matter what. Go to rockauto.com right now and see for yourself all the parts that are available for your car or truck and write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? That's how they know we sent you. Otherwise they won't know. So make sure you write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Have you subscribed to the Locked On Celtics podcast yet? You can wherever podcasts exist, and you can follow us on Spotify. February is Black History Month, and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and successes of black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presents More Than a Game. Don't miss this week's episode featuring Candace Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Locked On Women's Basketball discussing the opportunities and challenges that come along with being a black woman in sports. There's a new episode coming next week, so go ahead and subscribe to Locked On Presents podcast feed on the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. So in the first segment I laid out, Kemba's not going anywhere. He's not going to be traded. I'm sorry if you're screaming for him to be traded You're going to have to sit down, you're going to have to breathe, and you're going to have to accept that it's not happening. They're going to have to get around this a different way. So if Kemba Walker isn't the same, it does change what the Celtics do with their traded player exception. It doesn't change the parameters. They still have that $28.5 million, but they're probably not going to be able to use all of that unless they make a major move. They're probably going to have to use Somewhere in that, I'm going to say 17 to $18 million range, which involves not moving any players, you can get up to 22 or 23 by moving some players around. So there's maneuvering that's possible. So the conversation that I had with Chris Forsberg about Harrison Barnes, I think that's out. He makes about $22 million. That's one guy. This is not the situation to use that money on Harrison Barnes for to get one high-end role player. You do that in a Kemba is pretty clearly himself or close to himself. Obviously, Jay, Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum are themselves. And you say, all right, we need one really good, really good role player off the bench. Okay, then Harrison Barnes makes sense. I, I, I get that. If Kemba is reduced to basically a role player, then you have to adjust how you use that. Because maybe you could have started Harrison Barnes and you go Kemba, Jalen, Jason, Harrison Barnes, and your center, whomever that is that day. But now, if Kemba is a role player, I still think he starts. But you're going to have to start smart. You're not going to be able to bring smart off the bench like in that other scenario and have him just be your backup point guard and have him be like a closer. So let me back up for a second in the Kemba is good, but still a defensive liability type of scenario. And you get a Harrison Barnes. I'm going to say Harrison Barnes, but he's kind of like an avatar for whomever that TPE in this scenario is. And you start Kemba Tatum Brown Barnes and your center 
then you can just put Marcus Smart in for your last four minutes of the game and you need defensive stops. That's fairly easy to do. But if Kemba's not the same and you need Marcus Smart in there as a starter, you're still going to need some help. So I think the first thing you do, you have to readjust. I think you're going to have to get two players. So that TPE right now, under normal circumstances, you can spend it on a Harrison Barnes or you can get, even with Harrison Barnes, that that still leaves you like $6 million. You can still get a player now, then go into the offseason, potentially get a second player in the offseason. I think you have to get two players now. So my first call is to Oklahoma City. George Hill, I think, is your primary target. He makes $9.6 million. One of those assets that you're going to have to keep when you when I was saying before, you can't trade Kemba, you can't attach assets because you're going to need them. This is where you need them. Oklahoma City is going to want a draft asset for George Hill. You might have to overpay. Might have to be a first rounder. Another first rounder for OKC. So you call them about George Hill. You got to get George Hill because he's going to be a solid backup. Forget about Jeff Teague. He's done. You have to upgrade there. So George Hill, I think, becomes a priority. That type of player becomes a priority. He makes $9.6 million. So keep that number in mind because you have to add money to that. If you go out and you get George Hill and you send out a pick, well, that's one less draft asset. So now you've got to figure out who can you get otherwise. One call I'm making is the Sacramento about Nemanja Bielica, who's a name that's come up and people have asked me about him. Now, he's an expiring contract, but Bielica has been a pretty good three-point shooter, career 39%, last three seasons up over 40%. This season, he's out of the rotation. He's not shooting well. I think the situation is problematic for him. Now, he's going to be 33. He's a little bit older. That's a problem. I don't want to be spending a ton of money in this traded player exception going after older players, especially one that's going to that has an expiring contract. And this is where Kemba not being himself and Kemba having to make up for a loss of Kemba, this is where the Celtics fall into difficult decisions. Because then I think you have to compromise some of your priorities. Normally, you wouldn't go after a Bielitsa. But at $7.1 million, the number, the price is right. You add him to George Hill, that's basically $17 million. And that fits. You don't have to make any real moves. You can still move out. I don't know what type of players another team's going to want. You can throw Sacramento a, a pick, and you can... Wave Javante Green. To get two players, you have to wave somebody. So Javante Green would be out. And you can send Jeff Teague and Cash back to Sacramento so they can cut him and not worry about it. It's basically free. That's a way to do that. But again, he's going to want another contract. Are you going to be boxed in to Bielitsa? Now, hopefully he's good enough to be worth sticking around. I mean, he's a stretch four, 6'10". 6'10 guy who who stretches the floor and hits threes at 40%, that's going to be huge. But 
I don't know what his next contract is going to be worth. He's going to want one more decent contract. Are you going to want to pay him? Are you going to be boxed in and have like that Jeff Green? You got to offer him money because you're over the cap. And if he goes, there's no one else you can get that's good enough to replace him. So you have to overpay. Celtics are in that kind of position if they can't rely on Kemba because you still need the help off the bench, but you still got to you kind of compensate and get that point guard in here. Do you call Chicago? About Laurie Markinen. Now he's hurt, but he'll be back and at $6.7 million, cheaper than Bielitsa, think better than Bielitsa, potentially, although he's he's struggled this season. I don't think he's been able to find his his overall uh footing. Um I, I shouldn't say struggled, but I, I think that there's still a question about Larry Markkinen in Chicago. I, I think he'll be more costly because he's younger and the, the, the Bulls can say, we want to we sign him because he's still a restricted free agent. So I think if you go for a Larry Markkinen, the sacrifice that you make is you're going to have to be committed to re-signing him. They'll know that you're committed to re-signing him. You have to be. You didn't give up that much of your trade exception to not be, so you're going to have to overpay him. The Celtics get very expensive next season because of Kemba's money, Jalen's money, Tatum's first year of his, his extension kicks in, and then marking in at the first year of whatever he's going to make is going to kick. That's going to be a super, super expensive team. Another name thrown out there, Josh Richardson from Dallas. At almost $11 million, a 3-and-D type of guy, that's a possibility. Uh, Thaddeus Young from Chicago, $13.5 million. Do you call Orlando about Terrence Ross, $13.5 million? Now, Terrence Ross is an interesting guy and a target, I think, in general. He's, he's interesting because $13.5 million this year, but under contract for two more years, obviously tremendous score, descending contract, $12.5 million and then $11.5 million over the next two years. So... That is is advantageous to the Celtics. You don't have to. You know what you're getting into, money wise. Uh, but to get Ross and Hill, that's about twenty three million dollars or so. Celtics need to start sending out money to to pare it down. Now you can send out Neesmith. You can send out Jeff Teague in cash to a team. Maybe it's a three team deal. You bring in a third team to take out some of the uh, excess salary. That team can create a. Uh, $5 million trade exception. And, you know, that's not nothing. You never know who you can get with that. You you throw them second-round picks or something to compensate them. You can do that. There, there are ways to do that. But these are, these are the names that I'm throwing out there. In a scenario where you need to make up for the loss of Kemba, you have to start making these decisions. Like the guys who are not on the three years left on their contract type of thing, you just start compromising. And you have to start asking yourself, do you pay Bielitsa? Are you willing to pay for marketing? Are you willing to go deep into the tax next year to do that? Uh, that that's that's going to be the question and, like I said, the compromise. You're still going to have to use Kemba Walker because he is still going to be on the team. So up next... Some thoughts on how you use a Kemba Walker in this scenario where 
he's just not himself and he never recovers. I'm still betting that Kemba Walker becomes some version of his old self. Even 90% of that will still be good. Now, I can't put that money down on betonline.ag, but betonline is certainly the fastest and easy way, easiest way to bet on all your other sports action. Football's done, but NBA, college, NHL, plenty there to bet on. You, they even cover award shows, TV shows, reality TV. Like, that's just mind-blowing to me. You've got real-time updated odds, props on almost anything you can imagine, and they've got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's really the best place to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Use the promo code Locked On to go sign up at their website or use your mobile device at betonline.ag. You sign up today with that promo code Locked On, you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus. It's free money. Whatever you deposit, 50% of that total, free money from lock, using the promo code Locked On. From betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, please gamble responsibly. Today's show is brought to you by 1010. Now, you might have read about this in the New York Times, InStyle Magazine, or Forbes, and I am excited to tell you about this. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful commitment ring. They're available now exclusively at BlueNile.com, and when they're gone, they're gone. We all know the diamond engagement ring is iconic. It's a timeless expression of the deepest commitment between two people, and with 1010, it's been beautifully re-envisioned in the hands of 10 modern designers working exclusively with sustainably sourced diamonds. If you're ready to mark a special commitment or looking for a unique and meaningful way to celebrate Valentine's Day, you're definitely going to want to check this out. Again, this exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings is now available exclusively at BlueNile.com. Be sure to follow our social channels at LO Celtics on Twitter and at Locked On Celtics on Instagram. Do you need fantasy advice? Do not come to me. You've got to go to a much more reliable source than me because I'm like in the middle of the pack of my fantasy league, which I probably shouldn't have even joined. But here I am scuffling along. The more reliable source, the person that most people trust, is Josh Lloyd, host of Locked On Fantasy Basketball. They they trust him more than any other fa- fantasy basketball podcast because it's like the number one fantasy podcast in the world. So go ahead and subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Basketball wherever you get podcasts. So I've been exploring Kemba in the worst case scenario where the very vocal of you have said, Kemba sucks. All right, so what do we do if you're right? Now we're up to what if he's not the same? How do we use him? How do the Celtics use him? You still got to use the guy. He's still a viable player. He's not what he used to be. But let's let's say you, know, you still got to use him. Can't bench him. So no matter what, Kemba Walker is still an effective pick and roll guy. Because he still there is no matter what, there is still some level of a slump here at play. Okay? If you don't believe that Kemba Walker is ever going to be himself again, 
That's fine. You can say, well, look, he's not getting to the rim like he used to. He's not getting to the line like he used to. Okay. I believe that he's going to fix that, but your belief is that he's not. But you cannot tell me honestly that you believe he's going to shoot 20% from now on. Like that's just asinine. Even if he doesn't have the burst, even if he doesn't have that extra gear, even if he doesn't have that stop, start, change direction, he's not going to shoot 20%. Like that's going to level off. At some point, he's going to get back to hitting some shots. You have to believe that. And if teams are going to say, well, he's lost his burst. So what are you going to do? Chase over the top of a pick and roll? That's fine because he'll just pull up and he'll start hitting some mid-range jumpers at a good enough clip where it's okay. If you go under him, he will pull up and hit some threes. Like He still, no matter what you think, no matter what you believe about his knee, he still will eventually get back to being dangerous in those situations. Dangerous enough where you can run those pick and rolls. So you still run the pick and rolls. And maybe what you do is you start him off the ball and you get him moving side to side, start him on the right wing, run a handoff, and then off that handoff, run a secondary pick and roll. So you've got multiple players making multiple decisions. There are, if you look at how the Celtics use their double bigs earlier this season with Jalen and Jason, you, you can still do that with Kemba. Stagger screens. Uh, the hand, Like I said, a handoff into a second pick and roll. There, You can still start Kemba off the ball and use him in that pick and roll. I still think he's going to be a threat, no matter what. Maybe he becomes primarily a jump shooter, but that's still enough to make him dangerous and force defense to account for him. I think that no matter what, but especially in this scenario, he, Tatum, and Brown need to start screening for each other. And I would recommend watching some video of how the, the, the Golden State Warriors use Steph Curry as a screener because I think that somebody like Kemba, okay, so maybe he doesn't have the burst. Maybe he's not hitting his shots quite at the same clip, but he's on the floor. He's a small guy. He's being chased around, and you don't see him coming. And you can easily start using him as more of a screener to spring guys for backdoor cuts. And when the defense overreacts to that, then he can pop out and get some open shots. So I think some sort of screening action by Kemba Walker can still be effective. And if he, Tatum, and Brown are somehow using their screen, you you can get Jason Tatum screening for Kemba Walker and vice versa and actually find some pretty decent options. But if you had Tatum, a pick and roll with Tatum, like part of this is Kemba doesn't have his burst, so how do you compensate for that? Well, you start screening not with a big guy because that big guy with his big long arms can can kind of get in Kemba's way, get a wing that has to compensate for, wait, who am I going with? Are we blitzing Kemba 
because if we're blitzing Kemba, that means I'm leaving Jason Tatum. And I don't feel comfortable leaving, leaving Jason Tatum. Or you do that with Jalen Brown. I think there are many ways. And, and beyond that, I'm going to throw in, let's break open some of the old Gordon Hayward playbook. Like, Gordon Hayward is a taller blueprint for how do you use a guy that used to have a burst but now doesn't have as much burst or or didn't have as much burst from a couple years ago. How do you use that guy and still use him effectively? Well, what do you do? They ran a lot of horn sets where Hayward would get the ball at the elbow. So now you start, maybe you start Kemba at the elbow. You get him the ball at the free throw line and you don't have him operating straight down. Maybe you just have him operating in that little area there and coming off of a catch, a cross screen, coming around, sucking the defense, and start kicking out to the corners. That pass that Gordon Hayward did, that jump and pass to the opposite side, Kemba can do that. There are options there from that old Gordon Hayward playbook that I think can work, especially if you're using Tatum and Brown as the pickers. You run Jason Tatum at the top of the key, Jalen Brown on one elbow, Kemba on the other. Throw it into Kemba. Have Jalen come across and Kemba coming down the middle and Tatum relocates into a corner. You have another shooter spotting up in the other corner. You have spread, you have you have a spread out floor, and you have the opportunity for Kemba to use that space to get into the middle and take a, a decent middle of the paint 10 footer. Or, as is usual, what happens when someone gets into that area, defense sucks in on them, boom, kick it out. And the most obvious thing here is he becomes more of a spot-up guy. I mean, that's he's an expensive spot-up guy. You don't want him to just be reduced to a spot-up guy. But he's still a threat. You still have to stick with him at the absolute very worst-case scenario. If none of this other stuff actually works, which it will, but... If none of that actually works, you can always use him as more of a spot-up guy. In in a lot of ways, how they used Jalen Brown last season. Spot up in the corner, catch the overflow, attack a closeout, and then now Kemba's not going to be able to finish at the rim, maybe like he used to, because in this scenario, he doesn't have that burst. But doesn't mean he can't take those baseline jumpers after he attacks the closeout. Doesn't mean that he can't get into the middle of the paint, draw a defense, and then have somebody cut behind him from the top of the key. You dump it down, and that's a layup. Like There, there are ways to use that effectively, even though Kemba's not going to be the one that's always drawing those fouls. But starting him in the corner, not the worst thing. Not the worst thing in the world. So, I hope this clears things up. That even though I believe, and I'm sure many of you believe that Kemba will come back and figure this out. At the very least, he's going to figure out that jump shot because it can't be this bad for, for too much longer. But even if, in a worst case scenario, there are ways to use him. But if, if that worst case scenario, if you are a person 
that says, Kemba's done. He's toast. I hope you understand a little bit better that that doesn't mean he's going to get moved. That doesn't mean that he's not going to be on the floor. It just means that the Celtics have to adjust and change their approach. I hope that all makes sense. Reminder, if you are a local artist or know any local musical artists, uh, we're doing the theme contest. Go to johncorrales.com and click on the podcast theme contest for the rules and all of that stuff. Uh, We're looking for a new theme song. So I hope that you are uh, willing to willing to enter the contest. It's a $100 cash prize. It's not nothing. Uh, thank you for listening. If you're a first-time listener, I hope you've enjoyed it enough to subscribe. If you are a regular listener, I hope you are willing to give this show a five-star rating, a good written review, and share the podcast with all of your friends, family, and you know, strangers, whomever. It doesn't matter. Uh, thank you for listening to the Locked On Celtics podcast. This episode has been brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana. 10 design masters have each produced a set of 10 uniquely beautiful diamond rings and they're available now at exclusively at BlueNile.com. This exciting collection of truly unique limited edition diamond engagement rings is available now only at BlueNile.com.